again, everyone, and thank you for joining us on FBS Fireside, the place where we bring men to life by bringing life to men. I'm your host, Jaworski Vance, and we are so thankful for you all joining us this week. We have a special guest in the studio, and we're trying to talk him into becoming more of a special guest, more than just a special guest, but to become a regular participant. It's been a hard sell so far, but hopefully he's changed his mind. And also we have uh, our wonderful, amazing, my wonderful, amazing co-host and friend, brother, Tally Gaynor. Tally, how are you doing today, brother? Oh, man, I'm doing super duper. Like I like to say, it's a great day, and uh, I'm excited that uh, FBF is going to be doing some great things. Yeah, man, and so thankful to have you. And I just want to take a, a quick minute to thank all of our sponsors and let all the listeners know that if they want to find out more about FBS, they can find us on the web at www.fbsons.org. That's FBSons, S-O-N-S dot O-R-G. Speaking of which, this amazing designer and special guest we have on the show is called Worldwide Willie. He has an amazing design company. He has helped us do a lot of our marketing. You'll see on our website, and we're just happy to have him here today. Not only is he a designer, but he's a great father, coach, mentor, entrepreneur, you name it. He's doing it up in Memphis, Tennessee. Welcome to the show, Worldwide Willie. How you doing, brother? I'm feeling worldwide. I'm feeling worldwide. <laughs> I'm glad to be here. Glad to be here. Can't wait to dive in and uh, see if we can help some others in their fatherhood journey. Man, thank you so much for joining us again. And like I said earlier, we're really looking forward to having you on the show as a regular host. Okay. I think uh, the Tally, what's that scripture that talks about a two or three stranded pool? <laughs> Hey, listen, with two or three gathered, he's in the midst. And so um, we talk about a three-strand cord is not easily broken. And so definitely having that third strand makes it pretty unbreakable. Um, and that's one of the most powerful things that we can do, because how good and pleasant for brethren to dwell together in unity. And that salesmanship is really hitting me hard. I hear you loud and clear. Hey, man, you know what? You know I'm a natural recruiter. That's just what I do. Tally, why don't you invite the most important strand into this conversation for us? Amen. Well, hey, Father God, we just thank you for the day. We thank you for this opportunity. We thank you, God, for this organic experience to empower, encourage, and enlighten men in the area of fatherhood. God, we thank you now that we've come together and we put you first above all things. And we dedicate this show to you and all those that listen. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you so much for that. You know, guys, we uh, we had a great show last week and we want to kind of continue that show and our series on destiny needs access. Why fathering is so important and and why destiny needs access. Uh, speaking of which, I just want Willard, why don't you tell us from your vantage point, how does fathering serve as a conduit for access in your life? fathering is is a gateway you're a facilitator all the time um just opening up new opportunities um being a we talked about being a point guard but it could even be being a uh when you give a tour a tour leader or a tour guide you know so your, your kids can see life through your vantage point what you go through um, and they learn from your successes, your failures. And by watching what you do, they're able to kind of navigate their life with a bit of a blueprint 
um, a more powerful blueprint. So the accesses they do that they do get, it's it's a clearer road, it's a clearer path as opposed to having to start from scratch. Mm. You know, and I agree with that, uh, Willard. That I think that blueprinting, right? I think I look at laying the foundation. Access is always about saying, you know what, I I'm going to give my son, give my daughter, I'm going to give my family a. Um, a schematic, if you will, of not only how to get into situations, but how to get out. Right. Right. I think those two of the most important things. Uh, I think in business, we'll just keep it real for men as fathers. We got to be honest when it comes to having that conversation. I never forget when I had my first business business plan class, because I had an idea about a laundromat and the consultant that was teaching the class, he says, every great business and business plan should have a exit strategy. You should have a way you get into the business right. and what's your plan to get out. And right. I saw that. I said, well, man, that made sense. So now that we're talking about fatherhood, the key to real fatherhood for me is not only giving my kids access to the next level, but also showing them how they have to sometimes exit one situation. Right. So they can go to another level, because that is a mistake that I feel that sometimes we make. We get them into one door and they think that's the only door they're supposed to be getting into because they don't know how to get out of that, get out of that space. What do you think about that, Jaworski? Man, I think that's great advice. And I think when a father is the guide to positive, purposeful, powerful things in their children's lives, it will prevent a lot of statistics that we see for fatherlessness. You know, that access that you guys are talking about. Did y'all know that 90 percent of runaways and homeless children are from fatherless homes? I think that's a direct result of fathers not giving their children access to hope, you know, access to opportunities, uh, exit strategy from, you know, suicidal thoughts or negativity or things that would cause them to want to run away from home. You know, so what you're saying is, is totally true. A father gives their children, their families access to things that will help them mentally, spiritually and emotionally. I definitely want to hop in and say that, you know, we, we discount ourselves as fathers a lot because we don't understand that we have a, a great value add because we're experts. Whatever we went through, we're experts. So mm. we, we can give that expertise to our sons regardless of the situation. Me having a, a son that I did a college relationship where I had a son and, and um, he was in the house with me. I could have felt like, well, every time I see him, I have to be a certain way. I have to make sure he likes me. I have to make sure um, that I'm not as hard on him. And I started off like that. But then I realized that he doesn't need that. He needs me to be who I am. He needs Mm. needs to see all of my experiences. Um, He needs to see all of my failures and things of that nature. So, um, I want to be able to empower fathers regardless of what type of father they are. There's so different type, so many levels. You have the ones in the home that's married, but you also have the ones that have to pick the kids up on the weekend. And sometimes, you know, you don't feel as empowered during that time. So they need to be able to understand that you're an expert at whatever you went through and, and you can help that kid or your son or your daughter navigate through life because of those things you went through. Hey man, you have just—I mean, you, you just went into a very powerful space because what I heard in that is the whole premise why we're having this show today for people out there listening. When we say DNA, 
right? Destiny needs access. We have other uh, other DNA components, but I just want to jump into what Willard just said because what happens with a father who may be absentee um, in the in the physical. Here's the thing that happens: the DNA you cannot deny DNA. There has been many men that's been exonerated or set free because of the DNA uh, evidence. And when a man recognizes that his DNA is in that child or can be transferred successfully to be activated, then that's the key to access, you know. And so I'm excited that we, if we're hardworking, that DNA structure needs to be reminded and activated in our sons so that they can get access to the things that we've gotten access because of how hard we go. Man, and you know what? That's that's huge, man, because I've had to go hard in the paint recently for my son. And it's been amazing the way I've been able to use my personal testimony to help him in that regard. Like you said, gain access to uh, freedom spiritually from the things that he's facing and having to deal with in terms of a breakup, because I've been married and divorced twice and I'm not ashamed to say it. I've had relationship issues. And guess what? That makes me will. I'm the breakup expert, okay? Uh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I'm the breakup expert. You need you need some help understanding how to look like that's you right. ain't been through nothing and you've been through some of the worst breakups imaginable. I'm your guy, okay? Right. I'm your guy. I can help you transcend. So I've been able to go hard in the paint and help <laughs> him to do that. Speaking of which, uh, we got an amazing song we want to segue into, and we'll be right back after this. It's called Until I Pass Out. Until I Pass Out by our guy, Uncle Reese. Hope you guys enjoy the show and fathers. Please come back to join us here on FBS Fireside. I truly understand what people may say. They believe to think how we think is far from okay. But I believe it's never okay to abandon your dreams. And it just so happens that our dream is to lift up a holy king. See, this is my life, my choice, and I choose to lift up my hands. And please don't be alarmed if when the music comes on, I begin to dance. And run across the room until I can barely catch my breath. And fall on the floor because I gave it all and have nothing left. See, I'm going And we're back. Man, I tell you, when I think about that song with Uncle Reese, Until I Pass Out, that is a reminder, man. This is for fathers in the world. Your job ain't over until you pass out. Don't get it twisted. Like, until the Lord Lord himself comes get you, you still have a role to activate, to give access to 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 not just young men, but to the world. Like, you know, one of our scriptures, Romans 8, 19, the world is waiting with eager expectations for the sons of God to be manifested. And so we must uh, press on. That's why we get a chance to do this radio show, because yeah. there's still breath in our body. We ain't passed out yet. So we got to keep mm-hmm. rolling. Right. We, we look at access. When I first talked or heard about the topic, I was thinking about opportunities, but they need access to those life experiences, those failures and things that nature mm-hmm. is real. It's still access, but just on a different spectrum. Um, what I try to do myself is just be as honest as possible. And sometimes it hurts. Sometimes it'll be tough um, to hear, but brutally honest. I want to be 
the father that I didn't have. And a lot of times that means um, that tough part where you have to be honest with your son or your daughter about them not meeting a mark or something like that. I just give it to them. And I give it to them because I would have wanted that for me. And growing up without a father, which is a whole, it's a whole nother um, component to fatherhood. I'm learn- I was learning on the fly. I didn't have that blueprint. And what I did have was me. I had honesty. I had this what hurts, this what doesn't hurt. Come here, let me hug you. Come here, let me chastise you. You know, just give you all that I have. And um, that's right. Until I pass out, I'm giving all that I have on both spectrums. Hey, man, that's great to hear, you know, that you guys are willing to pass out like that and, and know that that's what it takes to be an amazing father. Because did you know that a man is uh, the suicide rate. Men are three times more likely to commit suicide than women. Mm. Three times more likely, you know, and I think that's Not a direct. Women, eh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 you tripping, you tripping. You know, sometimes the, the, the parental relationships and, you know, hey, I've been married and divorced twice now, so... <laughs> You know, I completely understand what you're talking about. But but that's that's why we're having a conversation, right? Because the demands on a father are real. You got to deal with yeah. the relationship with the, the mother and you got to deal with the demands of taking care of the children. You got to deal with the demands of taking care of yourself. You got to deal with the demands of dealing with other uh, other demands on your life. And right. so but, but going back to the topic of the show where destiny needs active uh, access we can give our children access to that mental awareness, that mental, spiritual, and emotional strength as fathers, because tying it all together, Willa, that's what you said, you know, and Tally, our experiences make us experts to lead our children and our families into the promises of God. And, you know, that I think we've already hit, we hit it on the head. I think, Willie, you you highlighted it very well. Men, the vulnerability, vulnerability right. comes to mind when we start talking about uh, giving our young men and our young women uh, access to our lives and to our experiences. Right. Uh, Christ, he did it. You know, if you abide in me, I abide in you. What he's saying is I'm going to be vulnerable enough that you can have access to me. But in doing that, I'm also going to give you a part of me that you're going to need for your next level. And that is one of the things that's so very powerful uh, in this whole cycle. And this is some practical stuff. Man, let me tell you, one of the things that has to happen for us as men, and I'm glad we're three men are on the line right now, we're opening up. We're being vulnerable. As you was talking there, I'm like, man, I remember, I'm like, my son, I tell my son, son, I, I'm a geology expert. Not because I got an A the first time, is because I took it five times. And by the last time, the professor <laughs> started letting me teach some of the topics. I led the class. Because right. when you when you when you have failure after failure, the truth is at some point, those failures become opportunities because you're no longer afraid of it. I right. think that's one of the key things that we have to do as men when it comes to this destiny needing access, is that we have to dispel the fear. Or what could be on the other side of that door. Right. That's good. What they, you know, and so what they're going to think about you does not matter when you walk through that door, son. When you get on that field, when you're doing whatever you do in that classroom, whatever access you're given, you walk and be of good courage, as it says in the word. So uh, that's just kind of my reflection that 
also you gotta let them know even if failure is on the other side of that door of access that it's okay you should live and you won't die right right you will at some point experience sweet victory you know the word says we are saved by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And as men, as fathers, if we are unwilling to share our testimony, our honest, sincere, heartfelt testimonies with our children, then that freedom, that freedom goes away. It, it gets harder for them to access. And when we are repentant and we're able to open up our hearts and show them our failures tally. Like you say, if we're able to, you know, put it all on display. I had a great opportunity to do that with my son, man. And, and he had a situation with his girlfriend and some dude came accusing him of something. And I was able to tell him, Hey man, this is what I need you to do. I want you to go get some scriptures. Cause I had to deal with this, right? I had to deal with a lot of accusations. Some of them were true. Some of them were true. All right. But that's not something that you have to continue to let haunt you forever. So I gave him access to the truth. And that is people are going to talk. Right. But you can have sweet sure. victory when you recognize that the enemy is an accuser of the brethren. OK. And that the Lord and by God's grace. Right. He who is without sin cast the first stone. And it's the father's job to teach our children that so they can experience the sweet victory that comes from a father recognizing who his father is. With that, we got a shameless segue into another great song, one of my favorite songs, Sweet Victory by our guy, Trip Lee. Hope you enjoy it and come back to join us here on FBS Fireside. I feel thorns where my crown was. I'll be weak, but I'm alive from the dust until dawn. Yeah, I'll survive, cause I got sweet victory. Nobody can take it from me. Sweet victory. And we're back. You know, I think that song sweet victory along with what we talked about that eloquent scripture and revelations about you know um the blood of the lamb and the power of testimony when i think about sweet victory we need to not we got to continue to remind our, our young men and our families and those that we're leading as fathers that this is a battle right there can be no victory without a, a, a conflict and we're in a conflict the perpetuality of this world keeps us in the battle but our job as men is to give also give access to the tools and the weapons needed for that sweet victory. Because the sweetest victory is almost that situation where, you know, it starts off ugly and then it turns out to be great, you know, and you never can judge it by how it looks in the beginning. So I, I think about that as well. And I, and I love that song and I love how we, um, you know, get into this side of access. Mm -hmm. I, I feel true victory um, it is also the essence of manhood and self-reflection. Um, I, I teach my son that the essence of manhood is being able to know who you are by self-reflecting and understanding the things that you get right, the things that you get wrong, your weaknesses, your strengths, and being real about it. Just like uh, a crackhead or a dope addict, the first thing they have to do is admit that they're a dope addict or admit that they're a crack addict. And a lot of us men, we, our egos are so big that one, the thing that we don't do is admit to ourselves what our flaws are, even if we know what our flaws are. And it prevents us from being all that we can be as men. So 
I, I strive to give him access to himself through mm. that honesty to realize, hey, this is who you are. These are your weaknesses. I see it. Do you see it? And when you see it, when you admit it, that's when you can move past that and get that victory because you realize who you were and what you need to work on. Ah, that was that was worldwide, will it? That was worldwide, Jack. <laughs> that was worldwide. It's real, it's real though. It's real. That's oh man, I love that man. You're gonna you're gonna help him get access to who he is and. And that's so who that's he really so, is. Who he really is. Who he really, who he really is. And you know, one of the things Tal and I was talking about this uh, about a couple months ago about how do you father a child when the child is being a prodigal son, right? How how can you give him access? How can you Ooh. give him one of the things that one of the things that we said in that is you continue to work on you. One of right. one of the things that I tell everybody about me as a father is my job is not to teach my children what I know, not just to teach them what I know, but it's to teach them what I'm learning as right. I continue to gain access. My father has a house with many rooms. Right. As I continue to gain access to other rooms by some kind of metaphysical, spiritual way. Right. That same DNA in my son gets access. Right. Okay? And if I'm able to do like I'm able to do uh, when we're face to face, you know, I can impart that wisdom. I can impart that love. I can impart that grace. I can impart that knowledge that God has given me access to. And I just want to say this one last thing. One of the challenges for men in 2020 with their children is you, you've got to. They're accessing all kinds of information on the World Wide Web. That's why I love your, your brand, Willard, World Wide Willard, because we need to give them access to the truth that right. lies in us and our relationship with God. Look, I, I know we're probably at a breaking point, but I got to throw this in there just while you were talking about the, uh, the, uh, the way that teaching him taught you. I had a prodigal son. My oldest son was a prodigal son a couple of years ago, and I remember being at McDonald's in the morning, being so torn up about it. I'm in tears in the corner, just praying about him and praying about him, and I'm in tears. And God said, this about you. Mm. <laughs> this not, is not about him. This is about you. So everything that you want for him, are you doing it for you? Are you doing it for yourself? Mm. And then when you're doing it for yourself, you can be the ultimate example for him. Right. Like, what? Say what? <laughs> That's what it was. And, and since then, it truly has the prodigal son has come back and he sees me taking steps forward and things of that nature. And it's, it's truly like um, mm -hmm. the access in, 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 in real time. You know what I'm saying? I gave myself, I gave him access, he gave me access, and then we're growing together in, the, in this fatherhood, son, this journey. So just wanted to throw that in there. Well, man. That will it? Hey, you didn't hit it on the head. I'm done with it. I can't do nothing. We throw any more logs on this fire, we be we'll still be rolling all night. <laughs> I, I I just say this that um, you know, Abraham was a perfect example of that whole brings an account in a, in a loop to say when he had to sacrifice his son Isaac on that altar, not yeah. knowing the outcome. Right. You know, you think about that that ultimate goal of gaining access to Christ by mm -hmm. sacrifice. 
that is what we're saying, man, there's going to be times where you feel like you're giving it all up or you're, you're not, you know, you're whatever, but just notice that God wants to give you complete access to him. And he's right. challenging you to let go of things that's down here, even if it be your own son. Right. Wow. Right. Wow. Ooh, powerful. Man, can't powerful. two masters. He will either love the one or hate the other. Thank you guys so much. We're going to close this week's show with an amazing song called No Gray by my guy, Jonathan McReynolds. Um, and I hope this has helped those fathers out there. We look forward to having you guys back next week. Check out the website at fbsons.org if you want more information. Uh, will If you will do us the favor, close us out in prayer. Of course, Lord, we just thank you right now for fatherhood, Lord. We thank you right now for, for you being our father, Lord. Help the fathers that are listening. Help us be the greatest fathers that we can be and serve you in your kingdom in your son. Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much, everyone. We'll see you guys next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I wrote this song. And I pray that you listen to all the words. I feel like at some point in everybody's life, you feel like this. Lord, I'm split in two. Part of me loves the world and the other loves you. So what do I do? I want to be saved, but I got to stay cool too. And no, I'm